Okay. Um, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of You Can't Be Serious. Uh, I am your host, Matt Tory. I'm joined, uh, as always, with uh, our uh, the rest of our hosting team here, Joshua Tracy. Say hello. What's going on? And Mitch Patempa. Hello. Um, so today, you know, uh, I guess we'll, let's start by saying Happy New Year. Um, today's January 1st, 2021. Um, if you're listening to this on the day that it, uh, that it drops. Uh, we thought it'd be fitting to talk about New Year's resolutions. You know, it's a it's first of the new year. Uh, a lot of things have happened in the last year. I'm sure uh, a lot of people have uh, things they'd like to change maybe going forward. And so New Year's resolutions seem like a, in, uh, a very appropriate topic. Um, and so let's just go around. Like, does anyone have, do you guys have New Year's resolutions this year? Or like, Mitch, what about yeah, you? Yeah, I, I've been thinking about this year. I, I have one. I have one that's come to mind for me. And I've been thinking about it for a little bit. Um, and what I'm trying to um, do for my New Year's resolution is I'm going to try to have less opinions in 2021 than I did in 2020. What I mean by less opinions, I'm trying to try to be... Um, a little bit more selective, with not only when I discuss my opinions, um, but also um, selective with what my opinions are and not having an opinion just for the sake of having it and more so being clear and concise of what I do understand about particular topics. Um, the analogy I, I, I kind of comes to mind in my head is I want to try to like concentrate my opinions rather than having knowing not knowing, but having an opinion about everything, just have an opinion about a couple of things and make sure those opinions are really well thought out and, and, and worth having them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That, what, what do you think? That, so that's all. So start. So from the beginning, you say your, your resolution is to have less opinions. Yeah. Less opinions. 2021 numerically. I think I want to drive opinions down 25%. So, like, do you want to get rid of opinions that you have that, like, are maybe surface-level opinions then? Or, or is it just that, like, you want to take on maybe less new opinions about things? It might be, it might be less new opinions about things. What, do you, what would that statement mean to you, Matt? I'll put it back in your court. I don't know. Because, like, so... Because I think it's, it's kind of twofold. Because I think it's kind of, moving forward. I think it's, it's more of a mindset kind of shift it's like uh you know i'm gonna try to have less opinions about things moving forward like i'm not gonna be quick to develop opinions about things but at the same time you could look at it as like well i maybe i have a lot of opinions about whatever about stuff Mm -hmm. about the world about things about politics about people about music whatever and i want to try to pare that down and maybe analyze some of the opinions that i have existing opinions that I have and like figure out which of those are like surface level opinions. And like, so that's, that, that's almost more of a, uh, uh reflective mm-hmm. project rather than a mindset shift. Um, I mean, maybe they go hand in hand. I was going to say then that, then that was my rebuttal to that yeah. was I was <laughs> thinking that the mindset, the mindset shift yeah. would lead to that kind of reflection on the opinions that I've had for the first 27 years of my life. Ah, okay. So I guess that would be my question then is you're, you are looking at it as you want to try to change the way that you're 
view opinions moving forward. You know, how about you form opinions moving forward? Well, so my the for the opinions that I've had before is uh, just like the opinions that I had about Dunkaroos when I was in third grade. You know, I loved when I was in third grade, but my opinions have changed, and now I just think they're okay. All right, <laughs> you know, it, it, I, it, it's a very very okay. You know, it's that that's a bad example. It's a very I, surface level example of it. I I would like to know the the origin of of this um, New Year's resolution. What what prompted you to consider this um, reduction in opinions going forward? So I got the idea from really what? How do I want to say this? I got the idea to reduce opinions because of what my opinions and what they were doing to my day-to-day experience. You know, I would go in to certain situations and feeling my brain kind of like, you know, you know, when you get a, um, you go to the doctor, they text, they test your reaction and they take that, you know, that mallet and they hit your knee and you feel your knee. Your reflexes. Your they reflexes. test yeah. your reflexes. I think, my my emotional reflexiveness and how it has mm. impacted my opinions <clears throat> and realizing what it, it how it how it's uh hindering me from really just enjoying you know being where i'm at that's kind of what started me on the uh making this resolution for 2021 i don't know if that answers your question josh i think so yeah yeah i get what you're getting at here mm-hmm. enough about how about how about you, Josh? What is your New Year's resolution, man? Well, I've, I've, so, I my first one is very non-creative. Um, as a as a as a guy who has gone to the gym or had some level of gym routine or schedule for like like twelve years, um, uh, I I feel very odd not doing that and a big part of my routine around like like my my health and diet has revolved around that and so because of quarantine and because i have not felt comfortable returning to gyms despite the fact that they're open i have let i I have let myself go to a certain extent and so my 2021 um resolution the first one i'm gonna go with anyway is better control over my eating habits because I've always been able to lean on my working out habits to bail out some mediocre eating habits. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. That has, that has, is just not been the case for the last nine months of the year. So you don't have that to fall back on anymore. Yeah. Right. And so while I'm desperately looking forward to the time point in time, in which I'm comfortable going back into the gym and doing all that business, I also am going to have to accept the reality that at some point a reduced gym schedule, if any, might just be my permanent reality, whatever that looks like down the road, whether it's work picking up, um, an eventual family, whatever. And I'm going to have to have good eating habits at some point. And while I don't think I'm, I'm not around, you know, shoving just candy and, and, and cookies down my face, though I will if they are available. Um, right. I just have to, I just have to have better control over portion sizes and better balancing of my diet and that kind of shit. So are you are you gonna plan to pair this resolution with, you know, despite 
COVID um, hindering your ability to get to the gym, do you have any aspiration to work out in other capacities that don't involve going to a gym to help you out with this goal? Or is it just strictly like a, a food diet based resolution? For me, it's going to be food and diet based. So I, at the beginning of quarantine, I was trying to run every day and I was doing it until my pre-arthritic right knee started just like screaming at me. And I had to stop with that because um, running is just too high contact that I, I, my, my body just couldn't handle it. Where and do I, you run? I would just run around around uh, the town I live in. I'd run through the park. So like on the street? Uh, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's, yeah. He's asking what surface. Yeah, what surface. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. And that's, and that's the worst. That's the yeah. worst. I know. Matt Torrey, you're former oh, runner. Yeah, man. you're talking to two. Well, not, well like, not only, not only are we two former runners, Mitch, we're two former injured runners. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah, so the impact, I understand that is, yeah. so running's the only other, so you don't, you wouldn't even do like push-ups, sit-ups in your apartment and have like a pull-up, you wouldn't buy like a pull-up bar. That's not kind of uh, your thing. No, no, it's not. And I've, I've had this conversation with, with one of my other um, gym friends who or friends who is also missing the gym. Um, mm. I, it's not even that I don't have the desire to work out at home, which I'm not even going to pretend like I truly do, but let's pretend that I do. I don't mm. even think about it. My problem with working out is, at home is that I don't even register the thought of, hey, why don't you do some push-ups? Um, yeah. unless it's like seven o'clock in the morning, I'm just waking up, which I'm not doing it or 10 o'clock at night when I'm going to bed. It, it's like, mm. I don't, it's not a thought that occurs to me on, on a regular basis in large part, because I am so used to having a gym and yeah. going to a gym, and having that be my routine. So. Interesting. All right. So that's a good first one. Well, so I, I have a question though, yeah. Josh, how much of, how much of that do you, do you think is that? the gym is a separate space. Like it's like, Oh, I got to be in a different space. Like this is like where I'm working out. And like, this is where I'm relaxing. Like, oh, it's at home. a huge part of it. It's a huge, cause, cause okay. the thing yeah. is, like, we have all, everyone who has gone to the gym on a regular basis at any point in their life knows for mm -hmm. a fact, there are many, many days that you are at the gym and you did not want to go to the gym that day, but mm -hmm. you showed up anyway, because it's built into your schedule to do it. And then by the time you got there, and put on the clothes and put on your sneakers and yada yada. You did yada. the whole yeah. yeah. Yeah, even if you fucking half assed it, you can at least say to yourself, Well, I worked out today. And you know what? Yeah. You're right. Um yeah. and the thing is, I can't do that when I'm home because at all the surfaces I have to sit on are either by a hobby that I will get distracted by or too comfortable mm. for me to think about getting up from. Like if I'm sitting on an uncomfortable ass like bench press between sets at the gym, at some point. I will have nothing to like. I will have scrolled through Twitter. I will have scrolled through Instagram. There's nothing else for me to really do. Well, that must be time for my next set or to move on to a different thing. At home, fuck that. If I'm sitting down next to my guitar, I'm probably going to pick it up and then forget what I was doing. And then a half an hour has gone by. And then it's like, am I still even going to pretend like I'm still going to work out? No. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, context is a big part of it, too. Are you, can I'm you work, can you work out at home, Matt Tori? I was hoping you wouldn't even ask me that. <laughs> yeah. Can you work out at home? Cause I, cause I disagree with, I disagree with Josh on all these points. So I just want to make sure I'm in the, I'm either, I'm in the, I'm, so, I'm sure uh, I'm in the minority. I'm not here. sure if the minority, majority, whatever, but I am firmly on camp Josh in camp Josh. 
as far as this goes because like, well, yeah, like, okay, go I, as far as like even like even like working it from home has been so strange like i i hate that everything is from home there isn't there aren't any designated spaces for things anymore right mm, yeah. like i'm somebody who like who thrives on like like separating parts of my life into different like so the, the analogy i like like you, you guys are both seinfeld yeah fans right sure. so the For episode sure. when when uh george right george's i think girlfriend like starts becoming friends with like elaine or something like that and like his worlds are colliding yes like that i i've like never related more with a scene in television like than that scene and so working out at home is just another example uh, of it's like two not, worlds coming crashing well, together it's not even well because like so that's one reason why I'm also just lazy. So like, I'm, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna discredit how big a factor just my laziness is. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I'm like this whole pandemic right has been very tough for me. Like specifically because I, there hasn't been any kind of separation of anything. Sure, you know everything is just kind of taking place inside the same little tiny 500 square foot box. Like. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's a nice 500 square foot. Box. And so, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not by any stretch of the imagination complaining about my situation. There are people out there who are in who are much less fortunate than I am. But uh, at the same time, like. You're just lazy and won't work out like me. Yeah. 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 And, and that's and I, I'm not going to sit on my high horse here and say that I'm working out every single day at home. Yeah. I just I think that there can be some good workout routine that can be established at home i the only i i know it's possible well so i think that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well so i think josh you'll probably agree with this is that like whether you're working out in the gym at home whatever the key is that it's the routine right it's the, the routine. key is like because what you said josh like sometimes some days you're, you don't want to go to the gym but like it just built into your schedule like going to the gym today and like that like the fact that it's almost on autopilot to you know in some respect that that's where you get the benefits of, you know, like working out every day and like, you know, just that kind of long-term physical fitness. Mm -hmm. um, I think what Josh and I are just getting at is that building that routine yes. at home is just that much more difficult. Okay. Yeah. I'm very Because there are less, you know, like when you're at the gym, you have all, like you're saying, Josh, like all of there's, there's all those different cues, right? There's the getting to the gym. There's the, you know, getting changed and like putting on your sneakers and like that. And then there's like, you know, seeing all the other people on the machines and shit like that. Like all of those cues help get you in the mindset of, right, we're working out now versus like being in the same space where you, you know, also veg out on the couch and eat Doritos. Like it's tough to also get into like the workout mindset in that same environment is working yeah, out. My yeah, problem isn't, isn't that you can't get a good workout at home because I know a lot of people mm. who do a great job of working out from home. Caroline, yeah. who was on the show last week at, during quarantine, has done a phenomenal job of working out at home. But my problem is that yeah, I, I can't work out at home. That, mm. That's the thing. I, I can't do it. it. And because of how I've been going to the gym for over a decade and because I also just really fucking like the gym and really hate working out at home. In addition well, so, to well, so, other things that I brought up earlier. So I guess also like I mean you you don't have any doubt that like once it is, is safe you know for you to return to the gym like you will return to the gym when you can one hundred percent so like 
And so it's not like, a, oh, I'm just done exercising. Cause like, you know, like, so yeah. I've got, I've got a, so I, I've, I've moved since the pandemic started for anyone who I don't think, I'm not sure if it's got brought up on the show before, but, um, I, so I haven't actually gone to any gyms in my new area, but I have gyms picked out that I want to go like tour or sign up for that are in yeah. my area because like, what do you look I for in a gym? For, well, for me personally, it's a type of machines. Um, okay. because part of my thing with the gym is I'm not a huge, I like to isolate as much as I can, which, which muscle groups I work out just because I've gotten kind of used to focusing on very specific pieces of form and different things. And I like to, would like to try to find similar machines to what my old gym had so that I can have some semblance of picking up where I left off with it and, you know, hitting yeah. the same points that I was hitting before. I've also yeah, tried to replicate the same kind of workouts that you're used to. Yeah. Right. Or uh, another part of me has said, Hey, this may be a great time for like a workout reinvention. But at the same time, I'm just focused on not getting sick if I was to go to the gym. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Matt Tori is working out in your New Year's resolution. <laughs> working out's not in my resolution. It's Mitch. not in your it's New not, Year's it's, resolution. It's, it's not in my New Year's I didn't resolution. Know. I'll, be, I'll be honest with you. It's not. And so, like, so. <laughs> It sounds like it could be. Oh, <laughs> uh, so so I I'm like so I'm a firm believer in like making like resolutions that are realistic and like tangible. Like right. I'm not a so I'm gonna go on the record like and say that like I'm not a big fan of New Year's resolutions as an idea as a concept like as a as a thing like there's gonna be a million articles and podcast episodes and videos and shit about oh new year's resolutions for 2021 to like get your year started right or like whatever and uh a lot of them are like you know either unrealistic goals like ah oh, lose 185 pounds this year like or like here's how to never eat sugar ever again like just things like that are just lofty goals that sound good but like are so is there a non-lofty goal that you've rested at? So so one thing that like I I do like the idea of using the time to set yourself a goal to try to better yourself or try to work on something that you're, you know, whatever. And something that like really bothers me as like a personality trait that I have mm -hmm. is I am horrible. Horrible, Mitch, with dishes, with dirty dishes. Really? Okay. Like so bad. Like I, I leave dirty dishes in the sink. Like you're a piler. Oh my god! Like it's a big it, piler. Like I, in all of the us. only thing that will motivate me to do the dishes is if there are is literally nothing else. Like I've eaten, I've eaten like I've used like the lid of like a pot as a plate before because like well, there was no clean plates. Like that's, that's the kind of oh my god, okay, like yeah, that's yeah, the kind of person that I am. And you're so not, like yeah, that's my level. New Year's resolution is. To stop, stop going to bed with dirty dishes in the sink. I think that's a great resolution. And so, great resolution. Like, I think, you know, I wanted to, like, I was Hold thinking before, about. I have one quick curiosity question. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't want to throw you off too much off damage. What dish did you eat out of the lid? Pot lid. What? What? What were you eating? What? Were you eating like pasta? Didn't you say you ate a? Uh, oh, ate oh, 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 oh! You mean what did I? Oh, yeah, I, it was pasta. It was, I, it was pasta. Yeah, yeah, okay, it was, yeah. It was pasta. Yeah, it was hundred percent. It was hundred percent of the lid that I used. Was there the, sauce in it too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I my mean, god, it was, man! It was, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it was. Oh it my was, god! Yeah. So, 
<laughs> so like, look, I wow. So you had to hold it the whole time. Like you couldn't set it down on the plate, like on the table. I know. I was there. Like I had to use my finger to plug up the little hole in the top of the the, the lid. So there too. was sauce leaking out the bottom. No, no, because my finger was plugging up the hole. <laughs> Um, like with dishes in the sink. Yeah. And so like, I'm, like I, I'm giving myself room here. I'm not being it's, unrealistic here. And like, I'm also aware that like, I, there may come a day when I fail. Right. But like, <laughs> I, I'm leaving myself room to not like be super disappointed in myself on like February 1st. Like when it's like, oh, I fucking didn't do it, you know? Uh, so I was talking to a friend, um, actually just before we got on the podcast, a good friend of mine. And she said to me that sometimes um, when she's giving advice, she says not to set yourself up for failure. And I think that's something that is kind of common mm -hmm. when people make those lofty goals that you're talking about. Yeah. Um, if you make something that's attainable, you're not setting yourself up for failure. You're doing the opposite. You're setting yourself up to succeed, Yeah. which is what you're doing a good job at doing is saying like, Hey, there's one trait about me that's like, that's not the worst trait about something. Like if you met somebody yeah, 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 and yeah. they're like, I just don't do the, like that's, there's worse sure. things that could be happening. Sure. So it's, you know, it, but it's still something that you could improve upon. So it's measurable too. Yeah. And if you get, you know, and I think you, you spoke towards a little bit earlier, you don't have to be perfect with it. Yeah. Right. Cause like, say you forget to do this one night. Is that the end of? Is that the end of your? There's always your, tomorrow. Your, there's and then, tomorrow. And then yeah, you could wake up early in the morning and do the dishes before your morning cup of coffee. Yeah, and then that's it. And so you're like, already giving bad excuses for when he fucks up not doing the dishes. And so listen, I so like <laughs> I I I was for a while. So I'll be honest. I've had this idea, and we had the idea of, of talking about New Year's resolutions for this episode um, for two three weeks of, ago, a couple of weeks yeah. now. And I started thinking about what I wanted my resolution to be, and I came up with this idea. And I started, you know, I don't know it was maybe like twelfth uh, or thirteenth or something like that of December, and there was dishes in my sink, and I and I said, I remember saying to myself, like, "Well, it's not January yet, so like I could leave them in the sink." And then, like, I'm like, "Well, you know what? That's just not right," because like I, that's another thing that I don't like about New Year's resolutions, right? Is it's like, uh, I've always thought, like, well, why, like, what's what's really special about like the new year, like why? If you wanted to make this kind of big lofty life change, like you could have done it last month, you could do it in a month. Like there's no why January first. Why January? It's 1st. not a significant date. It's not. And so like and so since then, for the last like week or so, like I've I've been trying. Like, Mitch, are there any d dirty dishes in my sink right there now? There are no dirty dishes from my line of sight right now. There are no dirty dishes in my sink right now. And so like I've been like sort of I've been like trying to do it. You know, I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't been perfect with it, but like. Not January first yet. <laughs> <laughs> Already making excuses, Josh. <laughs> excuses. But like you know, and so like, I, I wanted to like, Mitch, I, you're exactly right. I wanted to set myself up for a success. I think a lot of people, 
you know, I mean, for everybody, 2020 didn't go how they thought it was going to go. For me in particular, like this was the year, like I moved out of my house like early in 2020 um, and thought that this year was going to be um, like a really fun and exciting year um, in kind of like young adulthood as I like, like am first on my own, whatever. And it's definitely been a year of firsts, but totally not how I thought it was going to go. And like, I definitely not achieved everything that I wanted to achieve this, you know, this past year for a variety of reasons. And like, you know, that's not a conversation for today, uh, but I wanted to set myself up with something that I could kind of work towards that I knew I could achieve and that I could kind of check off as like a small little success of like, ah, you, you did that, you know, for, for next year. Without a doubt. So you've inspired me to come up with an on the spot New Year's resolution. I also have a habit like that, and I want to come out and talk about it right now. Are you? Are you also leave dishes in the sink? No, 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 no. Mine's different. Oh, okay, but that's different. But you've inspired me to talk about. Okay, one. sure. No. What, what is it? Laundry in the dryer. Oh, it's a bad one. It's I could do so much better. I. Totally so what's the longest like you've left the load of laundry? Well, like a clean load, it, I mean, clean load of laundry, just like in the dryer, but not put away. Dude, when I so. Thank God I live with my girlfriend because <laughs> she has severely cut that time prior to her being there, man. Did you just uh, live out of the out of the dryer? Oh, and like, well, and the thing that's great <laughs> is it, in my bathroom, my washer and my dryer are in there. So if I was like getting ready for work, I literally could just throw the water the dryer more, on D wrinkle. It's more convenient while, actually. While I'm in the shower, I could literally get into hot clothes every morning. It was it was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. But it's not something who needs a dresser. But at the same time, no, but you <laughs> but when then when you're not organized and things aren't the way like when you when you see dirty dishes in the sink, when you see a bunch of unfolded laundry sitting around, yep. you, you don't feel good about it. Nobody feels good about it. It's an it. incomplete task. Yes, it is. It's it, it was a failure to complete the task. Mm -hmm. And that's the first thing that comes to mind. And it's okay. It's just what it is. Sure. Yeah, yeah totally. It's just what it is. But so your new year, your second New Year's resolution is Yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. If I can do a better job folding the laundry right when it comes out of the dryer. I'm not yeah, on your phone. How do you do it? Oh, no, I'm dry. No. Well, so thankfully, my dryer is like right next to like I chill. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. I, I can just so, but you just hear it. That I, it's I just hear it. Yeah. Yeah. So what I. I do like I I can also hear when it's done, but I always set a timer on my phone because when the timer on my phone goes off, that's when I go and, and got to undo it because sometimes it'll be done before the timer on my phone will be done. I'll be like, oh, well. And then when that's done, I got it being on my phone, like wherever I am, like I don't walk away when I normally do laundry, though. 
I guess your apartment's set up a little differently than mine. I can't always hear when mine's done. Yeah. So, Josh, do you do you go to a laundromat or do you have washer dryer in in the apartment? Uh, we have it downstairs in the basement of the building. So you are like forced to like you're public. You got to think. You you set a timer on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's actually where I got the habit from because I I also in when I in college my laundry was like it wasn't in my unit it was like across the hall from my Can we talk about laundry rooms in dorm buildings for a second? No. Mine no, we were can't. disgusting. No we can't. No we're not we're not <laughs> no we can't. I will never never forget like the like the second week I was at college and looking and I think I was on the floor with all freshmen it was probably mostly guys. It had to have been mostly guys, yeah. given the condition of what the common room would look like. And the laundry room, people would just leave their clothes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. leave them everywhere. Is yeah. it, it was like that for you too, right, man? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Well, because you're talking about a bunch of 18-year-old guys who like e- are either just learned how to do laundry, still don't know how to do laundry. How like, about the ones that didn't know how to do laundry? Oh, man. that Those were <laughs> fun. My, my roommate was one of those. One of the guys in my suite was like that. He wasn't my like roommate, but one of the guys in my suite, like, I don't know if he didn't know how to do laundry, but he just like didn't, just like didn't care about like wearing dirty clothes or like didn't. That's bad. Or like just didn't do laundry Damn. or like I, I don't know what his deal was, but like he just never did laundry. I don't know if he knew how to do it or didn't know how to do it, but like, did you live with him for only one year? Yeah, just the way oh, he was. He was he was a piece of human garbage. Like he okay. was trash. I want I want an update on his laundry doing like i wouldn't know if you got better or not i don't expect you to have that answer oh you know i don't no, have i don't answer. i don't, no, I don't but no. that's i that's what that's what i'm curious about now yeah, no, wherever you are sir can you please no no i know no, no, i know if he's not listening to this he's definitely not listening to this and if he is fuck you you know who, you know who you are <laughs> damn yeah. calling people out yeah. on you can't be serious yeah it's got real um anyway hey so uh, josh any reactions to like matt's kind of like small attainable New Year's resolution? Like, how does that kind of thought sit with you? I mean, I, I, I think those are the the types of attainable resolutions we should, we should be aiming for. And those, I think the good that comes out of the exercise that is thinking of resolutions is thinking about um, either your failures of the year that has gone by or the improvements you'd like to make. Some of our resolutions are building on already built up positive things, and some of our resolutions mm-hmm. are to correct behavior of things that we didn't like about what we did last year. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that the level of self-reflection it might take to say, because, you know, like, Matt, you might end up doing the dishes every night, and that might end up helping you out in other places you didn't expect to have that level of um, productivity every night in in your the maintenance of your apartment it might end up being something that stems to other things that you end up doing because you're already up and you're feeling productive and you did that thing and now i'm gonna go do this thing Um, yeah and those those are what we should be aiming for it's it's about the behaviors and the habits more so than it is about the thing to matt's point it's not the goal shouldn't be losing 185 pounds it should be i'm going to eat better you know, I don't have yeah. a goal for myself to lose 60 pounds or some shit. My goal is yeah. to just get a better handle on my diet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, th- these are the exact types of things we should be shooting for. Now, and there's so you talked about a couple different resolutions, and I think there's one that we should also talk about. So I think you talked about um, you said 
looking back on the year of what you've what you could have done better or looking forward or what you want to do better i also think sometimes it could be productive uh, productive for us to think of resolutions in terms of building on the progress that, that we made the year before so instead of thinking of things that we necessarily did bad on but looking at like that growth that we had so like that same friend i was talking to she said that her new year's resolution was to continue to become more comfortable working at home Mm -hmm. um and so she framed her resolution in a way that she's acknowledging that she's not where she wants to be Mm -hmm. with her comfort level of working from home yeah but however she has acknowledged that she's already made progress towards that goal yeah, yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In stating it, so yeah, it's yeah. like, like it's, it's, it, 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 quite frankly, it's just a positive spin on it, and I think that that could really benefit somebody from getting demo- <clears throat> demotivated from a goal if you're already looking back to what you had accomplished when you're setting that goal. So I'm just interested, like, so that to me, like, I think that's a great goal. I, I like the idea of that, like, of, of continuing to get better at or at more comfortable with working from home because it, like, you everything you just said, it acknowledges work that's already been done in like a, a a concrete thing that you know kind of they want to work on in with themselves my only comment though is that like it just sounds uh vague it sounds va- like how, like getting more comfortable with you know is kind of a vague sentiment so she may have and been so, more specific when i was speaking to her i i guess you. i would what I want to ask, though, is do you guys think it's better to have maybe a more vague uh, resolution that can kind of lend itself to maybe multiple interpretations? Or do you think it's maybe better to have a specific resolution so that it's more uh, measurable? I wish I knew photography because I'd love to make analogies between focus and the question that you just asked mm-hmm. in terms of like how much focused do you want your resolution to be if yeah. it's too vague mm-hmm. like if something is too wide you miss the point and you end up talking about nothing yeah but then if your resolution is too narrow then you potentially put the blinders onto mm-hmm. what you actually have accomplished even though you may not have accomplished that one specific thing that doesn't mean that you accomplished anything yeah so you need to be balancing those two. It can't be one or the other. Yeah. But it's a good dialect to look at how you're making those um, resolutions. You don't want to be too specific because then we talked about setting ourselves up for failure or yeah. setting ourselves up for success earlier. Yeah, I think making it too specific would be set, setting yourself up for failure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, going to tweak Mitch's photography um, analogy. I was, hoping you, I was hoping you would jump in here. Thank you. Because I, I think it, it's 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 almost there. I would say instead of thinking about uh, think of it about as um, zooming in or zooming out, I would think about it as your aperture. Um, well, I don't I don't know what aperture right. is. I got I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> 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 if the if if your aperture is set to like you know two, uh, you're getting a really crisp shot of whatever it is you're focused on, but you're getting none of the background. It's blurry as shit behind whatever you're mode. that's what you're going for that's totally fine you know if you want a very crisp image of whatever is the sole subject of your of your um photograph then an f-stop of two totally works but if you want to do landscapes you got to get that shit up to 25 
Otherwise, uh, you're going to have a very blurry looking picture on your hands. And I think the answer, you know, to Matt's question is it depends on the goal. Do you want to have a a blurrier background where you're very focused in and and um solely um a sole attention being paid to the subject or do you want to have a broader you know i guess area of attention in in the photo that you're taking you know if i want to have if i have really cool artwork behind me that i want to be in the shot of me then i want to have that f-stop set to 25 so that my background is in focus too but if i have some shit brick wall or if i'm in some downtown area that doesn't look so hot, I want that shit set to two. I don't want to see anything behind me. I want to focus on me or whatever the subject is that I'm shooting. Um, and both are valid. I think it really just depends. I, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying um, my specific goal is I I want to learn to play the guitar. You know that whatever that looks like to you, you have to have wiggle room. That's pretty specific. And there's also nothing wrong with saying uh, this year I want to read more which is actually one of the ones I was going to get to for myself, uh, which is super fucking vague. What does that yeah. mean? Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. Maybe you need that wide, that, you know, that, that really high F stop or I guess really low since it's a fraction, but anyway. I, so I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is I, I like the idea of a, of a new year's resolution that, that you can, you know, kind of come next year, right? You can look back on the year and say, Yes, you you achieved it or no, you didn't, right? Like that's that's kind of like. So my question for me, person, like if if this time next year I can look back and say that like majority of the nights, right, that I that I went to sleep, there were not dirty dishes in the sink, and like then yeah, I did a good job with achieving that New Year's resolution, sure. right? And so my question to like, I guess your coworker or who, or who was this that had the, uh, this is yeah, a friend that, um, you know, how would, how would you measure like that? You, you've succeeded in becoming more comfortable working with home or, or Josh, even for you with eating healthier, right. The, which is, a, is kind of a, a, a broad idea. Um, and like, I'm not, you don't have to have the answer right now, but I guess just what would it, what would that look like for you on, you know, Jan or December, 31st 2021 to look back on 2021 and say like yeah i did i did eat better this year or like what would be you know what does that look like how will you measure that probably probably in um I, I i hate to say like weight or body image but probably those only because i don't eat horribly hmm. and i don't but I'm also not working out, like I said. My and my eating isn't so bad that it's like I'm breaking out all the time, or um, you know, I've gained weight this year, but I haven't ballooned to an unsustainable level. You're um, not a bad I, I know, eater, right? But at the same time, I yeah. know that the weight I have gained is strictly because of my eating, because I worked a desk job before quarantine. I'm working a desk job now. You know, I, I didn't run before quarantine. I ain't running. Like, I, I know that that's that losing the working out is the main difference. So I'm, and because I've gained that weight, I know it's from my eating. So I'm probably going to judge it loosely based on that in that sense. I think mm. going by weight is often very deceiving. Anybody who's tracked their weight for a, a, a sustained period of time knows that your weight will fluctuate for absolutely no fucking reason. 
And mm-hmm. it is so tough to judge your own health by that. Like, for example, totally probably, on your way. Yeah. Right. Like, I've probably atrophied a ton of muscle by not working out in nine months because if you don't work out in nine months, of course yeah. you're going to atrophy muscle. So, point, yeah. I don't know where my weight even should, in theory, be if I got down to the, say, body fat that I was at before. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm I don't want to like lean on that. I'll probably make loose mm. assessments based on that, but I'm not going to say like I need to be at 190 or I need to be below I don't know 205 or any yeah. of that shit. Because because then I think that's exactly what we were just talking about before is then we're getting into the dangers of of like setting unrealistic expectations or maybe setting specific of expectations. Right. Right. So that's where I'm coming from. For some people, that's the only thing that motivates them. I don't like. You mean get a certain a like, number? Like, like or they a... need a number. Well, I think that that would work for like like uh, I think us three. I'm just trying to represent another point of sure, view. Sure. Yeah. And I don't necessarily take this point of view because I my my personal feeling is I if you are living for a number, I you, you don't know what you're living for. Numbers are just made up. You know, if you weigh 190 or you weigh 205, you're still Josh. Yeah, you know, like it. It doesn't matter. So to your point, it's but 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 for some people, if they don't have that number, they don't mm-hmm. have that ruler mm-hmm. to measure twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Like they can't, they can't see the value in it. Yeah. Now I don't want to see that. That I don't. But I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing or not. Right? How much I, think I think it's an inexperienced thing because I think I think you're totally right, Mitch. And I I. I, I, this would be such a perfectly fit conversation for Caroline, um, because I have seen so many people work out for the first time or, or, you know, heard people talk about the new year res- new year's resolutions who have not been gym goers. are going to start going to the gym and their concept of what their goal is at the gym is always wrong. You know, with a lot of guys yeah. you hear, I'm going to bench 225, And it's like, well, fuck what the that hell does that mean? Yeah. 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 It doesn't mean any. And then you get and you see all the times you see people who have clearly never been to the gym in a consistent way, working out, doing all the things wrong. And yeah. it's like, I appreciate that you're here. And I, I, uh, mm. I think it's great that you are looking to better yourself in this way. But you are clearly more focused on the number on the weights and lifting the heaviest thing you can possibly lift more so than you are focusing on doing everything right and building a sustainable workout, building sustainable muscle for your body and not hurting yourself. And the same thing goes for weight loss. Like saying, I want to lose 60 pounds. Hey, losing 60 pounds would be great. Lose benching 225 would be great. Those sound like really cool goals. Are you going to do that in a healthy way? How are you going to feel at the end of the year if you only lost 40 pounds instead of 60? Which is still, by the way, a great thing if you have that to lose and you know that's something that you wanted to focus on. Like 40 pounds is a lot of weight. Yeah, yeah I know these numbers are ridiculous. A lot yeah. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Point point being, if you make great strides, you, you you if you focus on numbers, you might end up doing the wrong thing to get there. And if you focus on numbers and don't hit the goal but come even halfway, hey, maybe that's just what you were expecting. Or, or what, what you should have been expecting. Maybe the goal shouldn't have been yeah. 25. Maybe it should have been 160. You know, who the mm-hmm. fuck knows? Like you said, Mitch, a lot of these numbers are fucking arbitrary as shit. I, you know, every, like, let's like look, look up the weight of like many professional athletes. They're all over the fucking place. There's no oh, right or wrong answers here. 
Hmm. Well, cause they're all training for different purposes. There's different positions, there's different activities. You know, we don't need to get into that, but I think you make such a good point in terms of trying to qualify your accomplishment by attaching a quantity to it. Like I weight loss is quality weight loss because there's a specific quantity behind it. Mm -hmm. And I think what the point we're all trying to make is that the quantity does not make the quality. Yeah. The amount of right. weight or that you lose or the amount that you bench doesn't necessarily, the amount of dishes that you leave in the dishwasher, the amount of opinions that I have, the amount of calories Josh eats, you know, all of that is just that th those numbers are not the quality of the job that we did towards that goal completely. Right. Oh yeah. You see, yeah, you see, yeah. You see where I'm, I'm getting at here. And if we solely, like if I solely, if Josh came in and I, I don't know it, but maybe some of those goals are good though. You just have to talk to the right people that know the right numbers to put, put in front of you, I guess is what it comes down to. You got to do a little bit of research. It's completely reasonable to say, I want to lose amount of weight and as long as you talk to somebody that's like nutritionist or yeah, uh, a personal trainer i feel like they could come up with an educated guess like an educated goal oh yeah i mean like I, I didn't mean to sound like i was like shitting all over like specific weight loss goals or anything like that like it, i i just like in my i guess in my experience my in my limited world worldly experience right um you see people making like very specific kind of number oriented goals, whether it be, you know, uh, like weight loss goals or strength goals or, um, or even like, like work related goals. Like, you know, I, I, I've got to be a, like a millionaire or like, I've got to make this much money or if I'm, you know, whatever, like where the, the, the intention is like misguided, right? The, I think, kind of what you were saying before josh you know a, a lot of th using the numbers as a as a guide right to to kind of determine you know if you're on the right path or not is the right way to 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 use the scale is the right way to use you know you know am i am i lifting more weight than i was six months ago like you know even if before i was you know benching 120 pounds am i now benching 140 pounds like that's more weight like i've seen growth so that's the way to kind of use it, not to let the numbers dictate what your expectations are, right? Um, and I think it's 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 just a delicate balance of of or finding that delicate balance is the way to find a good resolution, right? Is 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 to find an ach something achievable, attainable, measurable that you can wrap your head around sure. yeah. um yeah. yeah all really good stuff all right whose turn is it who, who are we up to everybody's gone are we are we well, let's go around again you guys got more oh i i i've already been sucked out of my surprise resolution with matt tory's uh convincing small attainable measurable Resolution. 
I also just thought this, so this is also really like the first time I think I'm like publicly saying like, oh, I've got a New Year's resolution. I've never really done a New Year's resolution. I've never really been into the whole idea. I always thought they were kind of gimmicky. I say kind of. I mean, I always thought it was like take to it. Like they uh, can be very gimmicky. You know, I eat less sweets. My my, I always thought like, well, you know what? If I want to be a better person, like I can be a better person in May if I wanted to. Why do I have to do it now? Like, or well, it is. It it, well that well that's kind of the whole thing that we're talking about is like it's it doesn't end in January. And And January is just a time that January first is just a time for us to talk about it. And so really, this is the first year that I've really taken the idea of having a New Year's resolution seriously. We need to write these down is what we need to do. I think if we don't write these, I mean, we're recording these, but I'm not going to listen to this recording. No, but you know what? I know about your resolution and so does Josh, right? And so like, and I think, I think that was another big part of like, I didn't tell anybody what my resolution was or like, I just only started telling people like this week, kind of like what like my New Year's resolution is. And now I kind of up until then, until I until I actually told somebody what it was, I I was kind of in the back of my mind thought like, I could always like just like, I like suck at it and just like or leaving dishes everywhere to be like, oh, I didn't have a New Year's resolution. You know what I mean? Like that was never my resolution in the first place. But now it's out there, right? It's, I put it out there in the universe. You're now accountable for it. I am now accountable for it, right? And so now I know, like, if I, for example, let's say, uh, you know. Six weeks from now, right? We'll record another episode for this podcast, right? And I know you're coming downstairs to record, and I've got some dishes in the sink. I'm gonna think about and go like, huh? Maybe I'll do the dishes, like because because like, you know about my resolution, and like I think that is another. I guess I think having accountability and and trying to, and making yourself accountable to whatever your resolution is. At least for me, I think that's going to make it easier for me to help, you know, to stick to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, because now, now it's a community thing. Yeah, now it's it's not just a you with you; it's you and your community mm-hmm. working towards this goal. Because now you're relying on me to help. Like I feel like I feel like I need to help you. Yeah. Your dishes. Not that I'm going to come down here and do your dishes for you. Yeah, but just me, even just my presence of being here. Yeah, will be already, motivation to for me to do my dishes. It's already necessitated. And yes. then when when I start going off the rails and I have some crazy ass opinion, you're just gonna shoot me a look. Yeah, and I'm gonna look at. Well, Josh, you were asking if we had any other other resolutions. I I'm surprised how quickly we actually got through a lot of the points that I wanted to talk about. I'm I, I'm kind of out of my ideas. I told I. Well, I, uh, I, I, I had one other one. Um, oh, I have, I have a couple, but, but I had at least one other one that I wanted to force myself to be accountable for that I thought was also, um, I don't know, a little bit more discussion e because of how it went last year. So mm-hmm. one of my, you know, I don't really formalize my resolutions as much as just kind of think about them a little bit outside of doing this right here and now. And last year, one of the things I kind of wanted to try to do was read more. And I actually did a great job in the first half of the year. Um, I read several books. I was really happy with how I was reading. And guess where I did most of my reading? At the gym. At the gym. I was really reading. Oh, okay. Okay. You read at the gym. Hold on. I was reading. Yeah. I was reading while I was reading. Can you walk me through your gym routine, please? Um, 
it depends on the day because I had different days for different muscle groups, but I would usually just tote my you book. Say reading. No, 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 are, we talking, I mean, like, are we talking audio books, Josh? Or are no, we no, talking bring, like bringing a book with me and, and sitting down and, and reading? Yeah, book. yeah, yeah. No, that's that. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't need a routine of like what machines you're working out on. I want to know when, what does you, that look you, like? Yeah. Where, when do you read at the gym? I would never read at the gym. I would read at Starbucks. I'd read at the library. <laughs> I would never go to the gym and read. My, my thinking with it was, here is a place where I am already sitting on my ass. And if I have the time to spend so much of my fucking face glued to my phone, I have the time to read a page. And so I would just yeah. try to read a page between my sets. Because reading a page doesn't take much time. Unless it was a, like a really small font, then I would see it and do a half a page. And just do that. Because my other thing was, look, man, I do like four to six sets of everything, you know, and I got a bunch of shit I do. So even if I don't read a page in between all of them, I can get a lot of damage done here. And I was. So you so you would read one page between sets. Dude, hold on. Page, yeah. <laughs> hold on. Wait a minute. That's so hold on. Genius. You're man. not even so you're using the you're reading the like the you're like you're not are you listening to music while this is all happening too? Yeah. That's overstimulation. That's oh overstimulation. Okay, hold on. Overstimulation. I'm just hold on. So, so you're telling me, like, if I start going to the gym, when you start going to the gym, I, I can sit and I can sit and watch you with headphones in, right, jamming out to some tunes, right, like going through your sets, right, lifting whatever, and like in between all these sets, you're you're gonna pick up a a a, a, a hard copy of a book, just read pages out of the book, and then go back to working out back to reading like yeah you nailed it what book were you reading during that i want to know what, what, what book you remember when at um, the beginning i i read um albert camus the stranger i read um jean paul sartre's uh not no exit it was uh oh um nausea and I read Philip K. Dix to Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. Like that. You uh, looked like such such an existentialist. So, uh, hold on. Like, I love my French philosophy and Philip K. Dick. Remember at the beginning of the episode when I said, like, I need, like, a separate space for each of my activities? Yeah, you can't. Like, you're doing a, all of the activities in one space. Like, So is, is George's world now colliding again i could that's too much that's that's no like you read at starbucks you read at the library like you don't read at the gym the gyms were working out that almost completely contradicts the point that matt was making oh so, oh, and I, I get that. so again for me though as someone who has a very established oh, workout routine, now, i guess was, i am spending that much time dicking around on my phone anyway between my sets like it wasn't a question I, I, of, hey, do you have the, the wherewithal to like do something between your workouts? I already was. My thinking was, yeah. I'm going to take that waste of time of like scrolling through Twitter and looking at Instagram memes and instead read like three to six paragraphs of this book. Like the time was already there. Me doing something was already there. Everything was already there except the book. So it was actually super easy to kind of put myself into. So I, I, as weird as I think it is, I actually understand what you're saying. Right. What I don't understand is, sorry, I, I can get behind why it's difficult to form a, a working out routine outside of the gym. 
do you think it'll be as difficult to form a reading routine outside of the gym? Because and I find that hard to question. believe. This, all right, anyway, this is my resolution because I have the same way I have not thought about um, working out when I'm sitting around at home. I also don't think, hey, crack open the book while I'm sitting around at home. So while I have a lot less confidence in my ability to form a workout routine at home because it is too unfamiliar of a context and for me working out has a very specific context there are machines yeah. there's that place reading is a lot more like you know transient and where you can be doing it and yeah. i want to try to build a better reading routine i think i've done a good job this year of building out um more music playing routine in terms of me actually playing guitar and whatnot music listening routine with coming you know burning through my vinyl a little bit so I want to try to build a better routine in how I read when I'm home, because that is something that I actually thought I started off doing well last year with, and I just haven't, I just didn't sustain it the rest of the way through because my routine got shaken up and I didn't account for that adjustment while I was making all my other adjustments. Interesting. Just I can't get I just would love to see Josh jamming out reading the stranger doing reps of that whatever the heck that he was doing curls and he's reading about some French guy that just doesn't care that his mother died. You know I can't <laughs> believe you're not already like a like a an internet meme. Like someone hasn't snapped a picture of you like Yeah, I want you with, with headphones, the, book, the, dumbbell, be, yeah, dumbbell like with the beanie on and the glasses, yeah, dude. I want to see this look. This it's is great. A, it's, a, it's a pretty sharp look. What can I say? Uh, you rock it well. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. You rock it really well. And I've, have you I've, read no? Have you read No Exit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually yeah. have a okay. book that is a series of plays that um, No Exit is a part of, and I'm I like am like halfway through it because it was one of those things that I had picked up right in the early days of quarantine when I was still reading and haven't actually finished. So I want to finish reading that series of plays. I also have another Albert Camus book sitting around here that I wanted to get through too. Um, You're quite the Renaissance man, Josh. Thanks, Mitch. Quite the Renaissance man. Teaching martial arts, reading 10 pages beforehand just because he's got Composing the music. Composing music. And again, it was easy because like I would show up so in my old routine, I finished my work day at 3.30. And I was a half hour drive to my gym. Classes started at 4.30. So I had, a, I had like 25 minutes, depending on the day, where I, you know, after I had changed and everything, to like do something other than just sit on my phone. And so I put a book in there and then I was getting through some pages. And I, again, it's just a thing that I, now when I teach, I still teach classes over Zoom from my room. Yeah um once a week but like i'm not you know i'm already here i'm already doing it like i don't i don't i don't have that downtime where there's like nothing else for me to do i'll i'll play guitar which is like hey great that's that hobby getting done but now the reading one's gone it's interesting that you like so i i, I was trying to like articulate this this idea I was, i've been stewing with this idea for a while now like just the idea that like during the pandemic all like interactions right have been so have had to be like so planned out like that 
like when was the last time you just like ran into somebody that you knew or or just like but like just things just happened or like you just like you know, like every time like you have to now either like make the conscious effort of like calling somebody or scheduling a zoom call or like and it's all i gotta be planned or if you're gonna see somebody like you've got to either get tested or we gotta wear masks or we gotta be outside like it's all there's a process a lot of thought is going into all kinds of interactions and so the kind of very casual very like moments in life are like i i haven't experienced that in so long so you're, you're describing that just kind of having like 25 minutes of downtime in between like well I'm done with work. I'm done with driving to Taekwondo classes. Like, but I don't have to teach classes for another 25 minutes. I'm just kind of like in limbo for 25 minutes. Like, I can do something. Like, you're not at home, so you can't, you know, just like put on sweats and like get in bed and like you know whatever. Um, right. So you have to like find little things to fill your day. For you, Josh, like that was reading. Like you, you were robbed of that little bit of your routine and your your daily life right and like it wasn't until like those little moments kind of started like getting taken from us right and i started that i realized how many of them really are and like kind of how important they are to feeling normal and like feeling like normal life and feeling like you know whatever so it, it's probably important for us to try and focus on creating those moments despite the reality of living through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. So we've, as you said, had those little moments that used to have, they, they were taken away from us and we used to fill them with, with productive things. We, we, I had 25 minutes between work and Taekwondo class. So I got 25 minutes of reading in. Uh, but that's because I was just sitting in, you know, I was sitting at the gym beforehand. I would be doing nothing anyways. Yeah. But now we're doing nothing all the time. And so like, you have to, time. you have to consciously kind of carve out like every little task and, and kind of like dedicate time to every interaction and everything is purposeful and everything is there isn't like, there aren't, yeah, that, the, that mental fortitude that you know, we've, we've all developed it in one way or another throughout yeah. the years. It's been very, it's been very draining on me personally. And I, I think, I don't, I think you speak for a lot of people and I think, you know, especially, um, going from being in like total quarantine for those two weeks while, you know, I was like kind of going through that COVID scare that I had, right. right. That, that we all had, you yeah. know, a couple of weeks ago sure. to now being out of full blown quarantine and at least being able to kind of move about you know and kind of at least see people from a distance and at least sort of try to participate in life that change alone has like I i've noticed a change in my mood like i just feel more normal i didn't even realize how like isolated like i felt until like i was no longer just like in quarantine in, in my apartment for two weeks um and uh like I spent a lot of time in those two weeks thinking about that. Like, ev like every single time I've talked to another human being in these two weeks, I've had to like consciously make the effort of like I'm going to call them now, or like we're going to carve out time for us to talk. Like, we're going to play Catan. Yeah, we're going to do this, or yeah. we're going to do that, or we're going to ah, this will be the time that we get together and we talk. Um, 
and there was never there there was no just like drop by and see what's going on like what are you doing tonight kind of thing everything was all planned out and it was i don't know stressful is the right word but just weird and um like those small little moments right that that you were describing like you used to fill with reading i'm I, in the last week, I've you know, or last two weeks or whatever, I've really come to realize that those are the things I think that I miss the most about pre-pandemic. Um, so, would a good New Year's resolution to be to try to create those little moments despite not having the routines that we once had? So, I I, I like that as an idea. I just wonder, like be, uh, the the essence that I miss, right, is that spontaneity right that that unplannedness you know and so i get that i'm kind of talking my way into it like oh you can't plan an unplanned thing like i i get that right but it's not so much the the activity or the the people that that is different because i mean like pre-pandemic post-pandemic i was still talking to you guys right, right. pre-pandemic post-pandemic we were still exchanging ideas and like having fun in ways that we could and like doing things right so like that's not what's different what's different is that like it, just the context in which we're doing it all right and so that that kind of we're having to put more planning into all of those things and i i miss not having to i you miss, miss being able to like text me and be like hey Mitch, it's it's friday night like let's go grab a beer yeah we're all going out we're like going it's out, friday yeah. night there for no reason whatsoever let's all just get together and go out in public yeah yeah we're just- or or let's all just go do the, or not even just that not like or because let, let, let's let's go to the park or let's go you know to i wouldn't name it oh know, i guess not even just that I, I, I miss just being able to be out and like running into somebody When's the last time you ran into somebody that you knew I, while you were that's out? That's an unfair question for me. Yes, yeah, you yeah, work in a, a supermarket. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I work with the public every day. Yeah, I, that happens. To Josh, me. what about you? When's the last time you were out? Ran into somebody? <laughs> When's the last time I was and like out? stopped and chatted and? Yeah. Oh, dude, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Months, like right? Oh man, definitely not the whole pandemic. Definitely. I haven't gone in yeah, the only place I go is the grocery store. So like and and even and then I guess in those few times you've been in the grocery store, you've never run into a buddy and like been like, Oh hey Bob, good to see oh, you. How's it? I don't even go to a grocery store by where I used to live. You know what I mean? Like the only people I know by yeah, and so, my grandparents. That's it. So yeah. And so like you are you also have not had any of those kind of just like spontaneous little like life moments you know like oh you know who i ran into the store that i saw joe you know like oh he's yeah he's he's doing great it's a community yeah. thing yeah. for me it's like those little interactions that we have with one another or you see that per- person that you might not talk to all the time but it's just nice to see them mm-hmm. for me it's made like the community weaker I yeah feel like it's made our connection with yeah. people that we we wouldn't see otherwise mm-hmm. like bob mm-hmm. who whom you mentioned earlier i might not have no any other reason to talk to bob other than running into him in that particular moment it doesn't mean that i don't want to talk to him it just means that i i don't have a reason to mm-hmm. you know it's true 
that being stripped from us is it it's tough to replicate that it's very very tough to replicate that for josh now you got the double whammy because not only did you get you know the restrictions of, of a pandemic but you're also in a completely new community where you don't know as many people how has that been for you do you feel very isolated out there it has to feel isolating no not even a little bit I see my grandparents way more than I in, in this past six months than I ever than I have in geez, the last two years. Um, even just Great. doing like outdoor stuff, you know, where we usually have our masks on anyway, you know, just to be safe with it. You know, I'm not going inside to, to I haven't been inside my grandparents house since you know all this started we, we uh, know you're but, smart we know you're smart mm-hmm. right. we know you're smart but like i mean because they, they literally they went from living like 40 miles away to living six miles away like i see them all the yeah. time now um and i live like literally ass up against the park that my grandfather used to take me to when i was a kid um so i feel very in touch with with where we live even though we don't know the world over and people here it feels very familiar very home wonderful so yeah i mean it's 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 weird not being by all the the usual people but uh grandparents are in one direction our good friend skylar is in the other direction not hardly far away including uh, a couple of my other friends from college are kind of nearby nearby enough that it's not crazy um so yeah you know people are around but uh, yeah uh all right guys i guess do we have anything any other any other resolutions? Any other thoughts on uh, some of the ideas put forth today as we stroll our way into the new year? I'm ready to keep strolling into the new year. Yeah, I'm hoping for a better one. I think like we all are, you know, but uh, I think uh, it can't be any worse. No, and you know, I, I I think there's a lot to be said when it comes to the the conclusion of this year. This has been a difficult year for everybody. It's one of the few true shared experiences on a large scale that I think we'll ever have witnessed in our lifetimes. And there's a lot to be said about its conclusion and what next year might hold for us, and how our behaviors might be shaped by future possibilities as we head into the new year. But that conversation could last literally forever. Um, and we have but an hour and some change scope to, to discuss things. And uh, I'm very happy with the conversations we had. And we touched on a lot of really great subjects. Uh, if you're listening to this, it is New Year's Day. There is no longer a 2020 on your, on your calendar, on your computer, on your phone. Shit is in the past as we look on towards tomorrow. Um, so, Matt, Mitch... Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Well, thank you for, for co-hosting the show. Everyone listening to this, thank you for joining us as we talked about uh, some New Year's business. Um, if you would like to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at YCBSPod. And if you want to hit us up via email, you can do so at Juice. No, nope, not that podcast. Uh, YCBSPod at gmail.com. It's YCBSPod at gmail.com. And uh, until next Friday. Y'all have a good one. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year.